Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I just want to take some time out and let you all know that Mondo will not be on today's episode of the pod. Unfortunately, he has suffered a loss in the family and will not be joining us this week. That being said, Mondo, you are in our thoughts, you are in our prayers, everyone in the family is in our thoughts and prayers, and we dedicate this episode of the pod to the memory of Armando Garcia Sr. Bosa. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to come out, honey. Yeah. yeah, so as as we said before the uh, fantastic music started, uh, Mondo is not here uh, tonight. So Las Bosa has graciously decided to fill in. So this should be a fun adventure uh, to record. Lord, help us all. Help us all. <laughs> but let's get started with some of the topics we want to talk about this week, honey. Um, and I think our first one to talk about, I think, is the biggest football topic from the weekend um, was Antonio Brown saying, you know what, I'm done here and taking off his shirt and leaving and having a party in New York, apparently, because he hasn't left New York. He's been like at Nets games and like he dropped a rap album, like but, rap single. But according to him, he's so injured. It was it. OK, so it was interesting. <laughs> Hold on. Like, we we will get there. Um, so everything happened. He wasn't released immediately, which was very interesting. Like, why was the team not releasing him like that moment? Um, but so then it allowed for him to kind of have a narrative almost of, "Hey, I I was injured, and they didn't listen to me, and they were playing me even though I was hurt." So that lasted, I want to say, all of like 12 hours where people believed that until all the reporting came out today where the Bucks essentially said, no, he actually came to us asking for money first. We said no, and then he started acting out. Yeah, I. here's the thing. So I read the, the AB you know, article that came out where I believe it was either him or his lawyer had yeah, his lawyer. statement about what he, his account was of the interaction that happened that day on the football field. Uh, and I think the first thing you asked me was like, wow, isn't that crazy if that would happen? And I said, yeah, if it's true, it's awful. The first thing that went to my mind though, was I kind of think he's a pathological liar. His history doesn't help him. I don't exactly. His history doesn't help him. So the first thing I'm going to go to is that. No, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I mean, it's just it's crazy because you've seen, you've heard of players quitting on their team and and some players retiring at halftime. I think um, one time I think Vontae Davis with the Colts literally at halftime said, "You know what? I'm done here. I don't want to play anymore." And he retired at halftime of the game. But to see someone literally just. For lack of a better term, throw like a tantrum. Like I've seen Landon and, and Noah throw tantrums <laughs> like that. 
I'm pretty sure around. Noah did that tonight going to bed. Noah does. Noah's been doing that every night going yeah, to bed. No. Um, the, the thing he was missing though was the take. He doesn't take the off the shirt. He doesn't take <laughs> off the shirt to show off the bod. Yeah. Noah doesn't show off the bod like that. He's a little bit more modest, I guess. Yeah. And Landon just doesn't care enough to to start throwing clothes off. Um, but yeah, it's just the whole situation is wild, and and I think the part that that at first what it seemed like because. And I don't know if you would agree with me on this. Honey. The fact that they were delaying releasing him, it was almost like they were trying to cover their bases and make sure that some team wouldn't like take a chance on them. And all of a sudden, you know, Patrick Mahomes is throwing for 125 yards to Antonio Brown in the Super Bowl to beat the Patriots to beat the the Bucks. Like they were afraid of of AB popping up on another team. I don't think that's what it was at all. I, I think that's part of it. I, I think it was I, – I would hope that they thought about it the bigger picture because they all said that his mental health needed help. Maybe they were wanting to help get him some help, right? That that would be my hope. I mean, you could – So well, before releasing him, right, to say, hey, are you going to – you know, can we help you get help, you know – they waited to see what was going to happen, what the turn of events would be. Um, and then he released the statement and they said, oh, no, screw it. Well, I, they were also trying to make him go to another doctor and get like a second opinion on on his ankle that was supposedly fractured or whatever the, whatever was whatever the case may be that he needs to have surgery on it. And, and, and that may be the case where he needs to have surgery on it and he was playing injured and that's fine. Um, right. And more power to him, but to the same token, I saw Terrell Owens play a Super Bowl on a broken leg. So, and I walked around with a torn ACL for six months. But you know, <coughs> okay, <laughs> she goes on and on about this torn ACL, like if she is the greatest warrior of all time. Like, oh, I went six months. Like, if I complain about anything, her response to me is, "Well, I went six months of a torn ACL." All right, to all my women listeners, I have had two giant ass babies. So you know what? Suck it. Well, then why are you claiming the ACL tear? Claim the baby's coming out of your vagina. Because <laughs> I'm claiming the ACL because, one, it's comparable to the NFL. And it's not like – that's, that, that's debatable. Okay, sure. Um, I, and, two, it's not like I was walking around with the babies hanging out of me. I was saying – I mean, no, it was pretty close. <laughs> no, it was, uh, no, it was pretty close to just hanging out. Uh, he, came, he came with a uh, – Came with quickness. Yeah, he did. But, uh, anyways, the moral of the story is I'm not saying that he also doesn't have an injury. I am saying I think he's using – his own narrative to explain the story and the way in which he thinks. Well, he was trying to make better himself suited. Of course, his, of course, he's trying exposure. to make. Because even at the end of his statement, he's he clearly said he's not retiring. He clearly said he's having the surgery and he'll be back next season at a hundred percent. The question is, will someone take him? I don't know. I think the Bucks took a huge risk by taking him. I it, it paid off last year. They won the Super Bowl. I mean. How much of that was driven by Antonio Brown? He had a good game. I think he's, he didn't have a touchdown in the Super Bowl. He might have. Right, I, one I, or two. I am saying like, it was a team effort. It was not an Oh, well, yeah, but he was – but he definitely – look, having three receivers, Antonio Brown, Godwin, and Evans, I mean, is pretty pretty good. I know. I, I, to quote Larry David in, in you know, Curvy Enthusiasm, a show which you hate, 
pretty, pretty good. I have no understanding. I, I don't. I don't understand that reference at all. Because he just no. says pretty, pretty good. It's pretty, I you know. know. Some people understand that reference. Just because, me. just because you don't get it, doesn't mean our listeners don't get it. That's fair. That's fair. Just, cast a wide net. That's always, 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 always got to cast a wide net. Honey. Anyway, so back to Antonio Brown. You know, I hope, sincerely hope. He gets the help that he needs if he, it is a mental state or yeah. mental illness that is driving him to act the way that he that he is. So. Yeah, and the reason I side with the team is because once the general manager puts his name out on the source, like it's not – you usually hear anonymous sources or team officials, and you never hear anyone put their name out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always an anonymous source. An anonymous source says that Antonio Brown was being a jackass, you know? But this is this is literally the GM of the team saying, hey, his agent and him came to us a couple weeks ago. At, I think during his suspension for a fake vaccine card and said, hey, the last two million in incentives that I'm supposed to earn for, you know, scoring touchdowns and helping the team. Can we just make that guaranteed? Like my ankle hurts and I've been giving a lot to you guys. So just let's guarantee it. And, well, he pissed them off with the fake vaccine card. So they obviously told him, no, earn your money. And suddenly Antonio Brown didn't feel the love anymore. Well, I don't think people are feeling the love for Antonio Brown anymore. So, Well, uh, fabulous the rapper is. He's in all his, like, Instagram videos. Uh, fun <laughs> fact. Like, yeah, like, I did like, good for him, you know? But, but can we – let's talk about what Antonio Brown did after the game. He gets an Uber. He like a celebrity him. Uber, though. Like, this guy's, like, the Uber driver for, like, all, like, the NBA and NFL players. Like, this guy has – oh, my God, near to die. This guy has, like, a an Instagram page, like, like something like Can't Stock the Hustle. I, I, I know I'm probably disrespecting this guy to be here. I mean, he's going to, like, email the pod, but whatever. But he, like, like when Do famous players – Yeah, this and that – Oh. With, uh, yeah, yeah, we have a pod, you know. Fun fact. Um, what is we're it? a professional organization. We I try know. and be, but I mean, we're like a pirate ship, but we are a professional pirate ship organization. <laughs> um, and the email is this and that with uh, with a and m at gmail.com okay, since you're you. asking. Um, email us. Email Let us. us. <laughs> you're, you're listening to us. us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the guy just starts posting like, yeah, no, I'm hanging out with AB and AB's in the back. Like, he's looking like the happiest kid in the world. Right. Like, not a care in the world of what he just did. Like, who cares? You know? And and, and I, But then what happens? I think you and me have had this discussion. We had this discussion a lot about a month ago. But then what does he do? He goes to his recording studio and drops a rap album. Yes. But then, but on top of that, he also has promotions flying out of his ass on Instagram. Oh, my God. Of course. Well, you got Milk's promotions before you fucking drop your ass. <laughs> I don't blame him for that I one either. I want to say it was an hour later. It was like Fashion Nova. Like, that's what it was, right? It was like Fashion Nova ad. Like, all right, dude, like, milk it while you can. Cause and it's you're not like I see I see Antonio Brown with all of his promotion promotions going on all the time. But it was like one hour later. Here's a it's like literally, oh, he's doing, oh, AP posted something. He's promoting something. Um, okay. <laughs> and then he has an album out. Then he's at a Nets game. And then he's doing this. Yeah, courtside too, man. I mean, good for him. Good. Well, you know what? Listen, if 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 the Bucks weren't working out for him, he has every right to. Uh, if to the Bucks weren't him. taking care of him not- health wise, however, I don't feel that's the case. Yeah. I, or but you don't do it in the middle of a fucking game. No, 
No, there's you don't make us think like that. Like that's definitely like it's, it like, was literally a tantrum. Some, it's a tantrum. It was it was an absolute tantrum. So that from one troublesome player, we go to another player who's been quite troublesome this year, but not because of his play. I quite frankly think he's Picasso with the fucking football. Because he's, he's on your fantasy team. He's hardly played this season. <laughs> I played Stafford most of the year. That, yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's not the point. The, I'm the guys, go back and see how many games you played them. Go for it. I, I assure 50%. you. No, yes. no. Stafford played most of the year. Um, like I heard a stat about him. The, um, and we're gonna have. I think I'm gonna add a new segment right now. We're gonna call the ridiculous stat of the week. He has like 16 interceptions in the last like four seasons combined. Aaron Rodgers. There you go. You hadn't even mentioned the gentleman's name. Because he's fucking Picasso. You should know who I'm talking about just by fucking <laughs> reference. By reference. The guy's the guy's the guy is an artiste <laughs> with the football. Now when he opens his mouth, gets himself in a little bit of trouble because he has a very unique way of thinking and looking at the world. Um so for those of you who didn't see not through the eyes of science. <laughs> Yes, yes, not for the eyes of science. That's one. Um, but, but I, I, I heard this referred to on the radio and on TV, and 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 it's it's. I really think it's it's true. He has a persecution complex, Aaron Rodgers. It just seems that way, just from seeing him talk for the last ten years. Um, so what happened this week with him was a writer, um, basically said he's not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because he lied because he's a bad person. Um, obviously everybody defended Aaron Rodgers. Like, here's a big thing here. Everybody was like, dude, you can't do that. Like, like granted, there's no criteria for the MVP. Like there's no thing that says you can't do that, but the MVP is usually designed for on field play. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Before you jump in, there hasn't been anybody who has statistically ran away with it this year. And I would venture to say him missing the one game in COVID and how bad that offense looked when he wasn't there shows exactly how valuable he is. And the fact that they're the number one team in the entire league is because he's the quarterback and it's not Jordan Love or any other quarterback. It's him. So naturally he came out and called the guy a bum afterwards, Aaron Rodgers, because you know he has to oh he's attacking me. Oh which I I will rant on this. I will rant on this in a minute, but I'll let uh honey talk. If not, I'm gonna get yelled at. So go. Yeah. (laughs) I was going I was merely gonna say though, I get what you're coming at from that MVP is about on the field, but I would disagree and say it's also off the field. I think that any Anybody in a normal organization, in an organization of some kind that's not, you know, sporting or a sporting league, you are still held to a certain standard as an individual, right? And so if you lead to have a certain manner off the field, it's not good PR. Actually, hey, but we were just talking about those with AD. What was his problem? Yes, there it is. There it is. You're you're thinking about it. No, you're like, no. Hey, AB had all those issues before, and people didn't want to pick him up because of the PR associated with it. I'm not saying what Aaron did was so bad that he shouldn't get MVP for it, but I'm saying you can't merely say it's literally everything on the field. I think an MVP is an all around good player. But that's good individual. But that's why they have. But that's why they have the Walter Payton Man of the Year award and awards for off field stuff. 
they have an off-field award. The MVP is designed that's to be, people but that the MVP is designed and, and but, volunteer. But honey. The MV- I'm talking about as an individual. But the MVP is for on-field talent. It's on-field talent, honey. That's what the MVP. Know. That's what the MVP is designed to do. Now, right. hold on. She's gonna go look it up on her phone. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, like the the thing I like I said about Aaron Rodgers having a personal complex, like. You think he cared that everybody defended him like this last couple days over this? No, it was all about, oh, you're attacking me. Everybody's attacking me. I don't like science, so attack. they're attacking me because I don't like science. I'm an, My personal favorite one that he said was, I'm an independent thinker. So people, the woke mob is, is attacking me because... She keeps looking. She's not going to find it. Um, or she's going to find like some one obscure website. Probably the guy who okay. called him a jackass. Merriam-Webster Dictionary. The player oh, who sh- contributes the most to his or her team's success. It does not say winning. on the field. It, it, it does not success, say on the field. It's success in the NFL is winning. Right. Success in the NFL is I'm winning. <laughs> success in the NFL is winning. He has a persecution complex. And and I he thinks everybody hates him because he's unvaccinated. The more times I've heard him say, Oh, I'm unvaccinated, so they want to cancel me and they don't like me, blah blah blah. Dude, it, I think I could speak for Las Bosa here. We don't give a shit that you're not vaccinated at this I point. I can give a fuck less whether you're vaccinated or not. I have an issue if you lying to everyone. I have an issue with you putting everyone at unnecessary risk because you felt you were vaccinated, even though knowing well that the league did not consider you vaccinated. You know, and I also fault the Packers at this because the Packers will let him get away with it. You know, like I just feel like there's a lot of blame there that could be passed around. And he continues, you know, he continues to think about it. Just think about how he's been treating the Packers for the last year because they drafted a quarterback. Like, Oh, I'm still mad at you because you drafted a dude one month ago. Dude, you were the MVP last year. Like, you're going to be the MVP again. But you still want to go harp. Like, they've actually built the team around you. They gave you arguably the best receiver, one of the best receivers in the league, in Devontae Adams. Your defense is very good. Your offensive line actually protects you. Like, I don't understand why you still feel so, like, done wrong. I, 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 she didn't find anything, so yes, now she can't. Yes, add I on. did because it's open for your own interpretation. That's the issue, but that's part of the problem, though. But then somebody can speak their mind. Now, should they have put it on Twitter or where the hell else they put it? Well, that's probably shouldn't have made it public, though. Right? Maybe kept it to yourself. Just sit and just not vote for him. I don't know why you had to go and tell everybody. I'm not voting for him because he's that guy. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you have, keep your sometimes keep your opinion to yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Which I just completely failed at, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Oh. Okay, that's why it's it's allowed. It so. is. It is. So even though Mondo is not here this week, he made sure to send us our funky five picks because we are in the last week of the season. We do want to finish the year. Um, so, Las Bosa will be reading out some of Mon- Mondo's picks, try and make sense of them. So, this should be fun. Um, but I'm not allowed to give my own opinion. She can give her own opinion if no, she agrees. Not- no, you can give your own opinion whether you agree with Mondo or not. 
And whether you think like you can give a pick if you want. I mean, go for it. Why not? But you have to give. You have to state Mondo's pick. Mondo's pick needs to be stated for the. Okay, like you're just gonna disagree. Like, no, I'm just gonna pick games. You can you can join us and pick the games. Fine, fine. You can you can. That's not what he said the last. uh, Fabrications, Um, fabrications, and you have no proof. Um, That being said, (laughs) start recording for all of our DM conversations. I, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't consent to that. Um, <laughs> that means well. It's not like I'm a, gonna have it. You know, it's not supposed to uphold in the court of law. Oh, so, you know. That's fair enough. So, recapping last week, Mondo and myself, Wolf, Wolf, both went two and three, while our local celebrity competitor, who doesn't know we're competing with him, Colin Cowherd, actually went three and two for the week. So that brings our season totals. Mondo's still over 500 for the season at 43, 41, and 1. I am at 41, 43, and 1. So I still have a chance. I don't expect to win, beat Mondo at this, but I'm trying to get over 500. That'd be ideal for a whole season the first time we're doing this. And Colin Cowherd, due to the fact that he picked two extra games one week for some reason, is at 40, 46, and 1, meaning he has to go 5 and 0. To tie Mondo has to go zero and five essentially to tie him right now in the lost column. So Mondo's in a good spot to beat Cowherd. I'm in a good spot to beat Cowherd too. So hopefully we are better pickers than someone who gets paid a lot of money and people listen to him to make picks, which is always an interesting thing, right, honey? Yeah. That's her saying. I don't know who you're talking about, <laughs> nor do I give a shit. See, you see that? I, I've been sitting here like, who the hell is Colin? Colin Cowherd. He used to be on ESPN, and then he left. Usually you reference somebody with, like, you know, a facial feature or something that they do. Don't you remember this guy? He's tall. You no. Guy this, guy just, this guy just looks like a regular white dude. Okay, cool. So, All right. So I, no offense. No offense, Cowherd. I don't know if you have a distinguishing characteristic you want to tell me about. Or Actually, I don't want to know. Um, that being said, let's jump into this week's picks. So the first game that we're going to pick, the Pats are getting six points traveling down to Miami. I personally am taking the Dolphins with this pick, um, merely because the Patriots always struggle in Miami. This is the perfect game where the Dolphins perform well because they're out of the playoff picture, so now they're going to look like, you know, a good team and the Patriots are already clinched and I don't think they can really change their seating. So I think the Dolphins can keep this within six. Uh, so Mondo is picking the Patriots and I actually have to agree with Mondo. I'm going to go against Dolphins. I just don't trust them. They're so an untrustworthy team. It's fair. It's perpetual disappointment. <laughs> it it is. What you call it, right? It is. But this is the, this is the game where they, they build up hope for next season. Like they win this game and everybody's like, did you see what they, they beat the Patriots. They beat, they swept the Patriots last season. Like I, this team is close. Like that's here, what you're going to hear. Here's what I will say though. It is dependent upon the quarterback playing. Always. Yes. Right. So let's say, you know, they already clinched the playoffs. He doesn't need to play. That's what I'm saying. And like, this is the type maybe, of game, but this maybe. is the, but this is the, the perfect game. And all Dolphins fans will know what I'm talking about. That like the game doesn't mean anything. Cause even if they win, they're not going to make the playoffs. The season is over regardless, but they win that game. Oh my God. They beat the Patriots twice last season. Tua didn't look that bad. They won their last game of the year. They won nine, eight out of their last nine games. Like this team could do something next season. 
like, again, don't buy it, but this is the game that they do it. They're going to keep it close. And the Pats, the Patriots, for some reason, historically suck at Miami. I, I can't explain why. Even Tom Brady was historically bad at Miami. So right. well, let's see if history. Let's see. Works. Let's see if it repeats. Let's see if it repeats. Or the or versus, the who, knows? who knows? Mac Jones will destroy everything like always. Um, the, our next game sees us go out to the West Coast. The San Francisco 49ers are taking on the LA Rams with the Rams getting four and a half points. Um, both Mondo and me like the Rams in this game, honey. The Rams are mm-hmm. uh, playing to win the division. They have something to play for. Um, Cooper Cup, who is a thorn in my side for the last two weeks and this week as well, <laughs> um, which we'll go over shortly, um, is on pace to break like every receiving record. So I just don't see how the Rams don't win this by more. I agree. Points. I agree. I agree. Simple. I like it when she feels simple yep. like that. Ah, it's nice. I don't get that when I ask what she wants to eat, though. Like, that is pulling some teeth. I <laughs> She she can't she can't reply to that. No, I can't because I always go back to the meme. Um, you know they really need to make a, a restaurant called I don't know, honey. Oh my god, that's my greatest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, honey. What about you? And then like the appetizer would be like I'll have some of that. <laughs> you know, like ooh, two spoons, please. Um, so our next game is. What for all intents and purposes, even though he hasn't, I guess, officially said it, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger's last game as a Pittsburgh Steeler, unless a miracle happens, and I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars need to beat the Colts. I don't see that happening. But <laughs> Steelers at Ravens. The Ravens are getting five points. The winner of this game can make the playoffs if Jacksonville pulls out the miracle. Um, that being said... I think there's too much emotion in this game for Pittsburgh. They don't want Ben to go out on the loss. You saw that in the Cleveland game in his last home game. And I think this rivalry game is going to ratchet it up for the Steelers. And Mondo and me both have the Steelers um, being able to cover the five points. If not, I probably have them winning outright. But we don't get extra bonus points for that, so. I, I, I agree. I think the Steelers will definitely pull it out because they want him to go out on a good note. I agree. Our fourth game and our final NFL game of the season that we're going to pick this year um, is the last regular season game of the season. It is the LA Chargers in Vegas getting three points. The Chargers are three-point favorites. Um Biggest game of the week, honey. Winner gets in. Loser is out of the playoffs, regardless of what happens. Well, there's actually one scenario, which if the Jaguars beat the Colts, if the Chargers and Raiders tie, they both get in, which would be fascinating because then would both teams play for a tie? Like, what's the point of actually playing the game then if both of you get into the playoffs if nobody wins? be very interesting to see if that actually happens. Um, that being said, I think the Chargers are the better team in this. I like Herbert a lot. I wish the Dolphins would have picked him over Tua, to be honest with you. Um, but can't go back. You got to live with what you got. So, but I like the Chargers to cover the three points in this and make the playoffs. So does Mondo. So does Mondo as well, yes. Yeah, and I honestly, 
Not that I don't care. I just, I, I agree. I think it's a toss up. And I, and I think Chargers will probably come through with the win. Okay. So she hasn't really changed on many picks. Everyone. No, just the first one, but the next one coming up. Oh, well, we're, we're split on the next one. So we picked in our last, um, if you saw us, our Instagram post, we picked the college football semifinals terribly. Um, <laughs> we thought Cincinnati would keep it close. And we thought Michigan would actually win. Like, I thought Michigan would win outright. Um, neither thing happened. Um, but I will say Michigan looked worse than Cincinnati. So before people start trashing Cincinnati as group of five doesn't belong, Michigan looked a whole hell of a lot worse, honey. I don't know if I'm wrong here. But I thought Michigan looked worse against Georgia than Cincinnati did against Bama. So first, go blue. Um, yes, un- unfortunately, Michigan disappointed heavily. <laughs> it was, it was. But it they was looked a- worse than Cincinnati did. Like yeah. they looked more they, outmatched than Cincinnati did. did. I, it just looked like they just didn't want to. It looked, I don't know what the hell they were. It doing. reminded me, and I said this to you when we were watching the game. It reminded me of Michigan of years past when you fought like oh their team is going to compete, and all of a sudden they just went and laid an egg. Like they went to Wisconsin and got blown out by forty. Or went to Penn State and lost by 50, something like that. Like, that's what it felt like for Michigan. Like, you didn't have that feeling going in because they actually beat Ohio State. They actually won their big games. Yeah. And then it almost was like old Michigan showed up in the semifinal. You want to believe in Jim. I want to believe in Jim. I thought this would have been his year to finally make it to uh, the national title. Well, at least he won the conference. He did. Listen, I'll give him huge props for that because how many years do we say it took? Eight? Like, yes, yeah, something like that was a Eight lot. years to beat Ohio State, and I I was very happy about it. But how much – and we talked about this before. How much of that is just the overall talent in the league right now um, or or the impacts that COVID has had on these players not being able to train into the same capacity that they were playing I will say before. though, I will say, though, those Ohio State wide receivers or something else, after watching them in the Rose Bowl and, and just what they can do, like – Good Lord. Or it was it's, just not their game. It yeah. was just not their day. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. Michigan had played pretty well all season long. So for them to come in and, and lay an egg like that was, was kind of disappointing. I agree. Yeah. I agree. We had some friends at the game. It was, <laughs> they were, they, they, they were, were probably drunk by the first, by the end of the first quarter. Yeah. Um, that being said, we're obviously picking the college football final. Um, and I'm very surprised by this, but Georgia is actually a two and a half point favorite over Alabama. Um, I can't believe that. I refuse to believe Georgia has figured out Bama. Bama treats Georgia like their little brother. Well, they treat college football like their little brothers. Um, so I just don't see how Bama's gonna lose this game. I really, I don't see Bama losing this game. I'm sorry, I, and I hate to say it because. Because it's Nick Saban, and he's going to win another championship, and he's going to be the winningest college football coach ever. But look, I already went against the hoodie. I can't go against the hoodie and Nick Saban. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> God sake. The hoodie. We're just going to refer to him as that. Okay. Uh, so Mono is actually picking Georgia. It's shocking. It is shocking. Here, But here's the thing. I'm going to pick Georgia, too. Here's why. And it's hard, and it pains for me. To I'm like, I'm like that's shocking. Because I am a Gator. We all know this. And it, it pains me to, 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 one, pick either one of the damn teams. Oh, oh, excuse me, honey. Since you mentioned you're a Gator, 
Who won the Gasparilla Bowl? Oh, shut up. Oh, for God's sake. Go Knights. Yes. Anyway, he just had to add that in there. I, we hadn't talked about it, so yes. He just had to. Anyways. Go Knights. Um, charge on. Um, so from a Georgia perspective, here's the thing. Seeing them play against Michigan, either Michigan was that effing bad or Georgia somehow or another woke up and said, hey, the last time we played in Alabama, oopsie. That's not really how we play because Georgia looked mighty fine. Alabama, though, I think has – it's just not to the same caliber they have been in years past. I mean, they only won to Florida by one point. And you saw how crappy Florida was this year. You're saying this and they have the Heisman Trophy winner on their team. Again, like, like, but, but, wait, 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 wait. It's the same concept of the MVP. Are we going down the same damn path? It is how much you bring to – are you serious? But he, no, you cannot team, say – Look, people are banging on this team like it's not that good. It, this Alabama team is just as good as the teams he's had in the past. No. They may have had performances where they did not – they played to the level of their competition. But when the lights have shined, they have blown out the teams. They were on national TV against the Hurricanes. I know it's the Hurricanes. Blew them out of the water. When they had the spotlight on them against Georgia that everybody was doubting them, what did they do? Blew Georgia out of the water. Spotlight on them in the semifinals. Took care of business against Cincinnati. This is a team that plays to the competition. I think Bama's going to do it. I think, And I don't trust Georgia. They choke every year against Bama in the second half. I'm sorry. Like Kirby Smart just chokes against Bama. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I thought that they they looked pretty damn good last week. So, anyways, that being said, it pains me to say, um, you know, I I'm gonna go for Georgia because we we had watched the S- um, Sports Center special from ESPN. But every time Alabama wins uh, a national title, they build a house. Saving builds a house. Yeah. They build a house for Hurricane Katrina victims. Um, and, uh, that's touching, right? And empathetic yeah. towards so it. you don't want someone to have a new house. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's painful me to, for me to say that. I just, I just get this urkling that Georgia's going to win and pull it off. So anyways, those are our picks. Let's see what ends up happening next week. We'll even, we'll, we'll see if my husband recaps with my picks as well. So. Yeah, we will. I mean, they're not that much different from like, she I, just, she just agreed. Mondo. She essentially agreed with Mondo and not her husband. In yeah. case anybody noticed as to what exactly happened there. I like to um, debate. She likes that. So as we finish talking the, the Funky Five, we're going to look at what's happening in the final week of the season with the Fantasy League. So looking at Fantasy this week, we are in the finals. There are two teams left. Thankfully, one of them is me. Goldberg's Delicatessen is in the final, going up against Lord of the Rings. Um Thankfully, the ring actually arrived uh, last week. It was made an appearance on Instagram. And let me tell you, that, that picture doesn't know justice, honey. That ring. It's pretty nice. It is pretty nice. It's pretty nice. It is pretty it's nice. Massive. I accidentally dropped it earlier, and it was really heavy. <laughs> you dropped it? No, no, no. It kind of just fell out of the case because you put it on my desk. Well, Yeah. It was, it was cool. in my way, so I and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I picked it up and like, it's, it's got good girth. Yeah, it's got good weight to it. It does girth. girth. It's got good girth too. I guess it's a huge ring, um, but it's it's got a good weight to it. Um, so I'm sure Lord of the Rings will enjoy the ri- the ring shortly. Um, she currently You're giving only- up. You're just giving up. Look, man, I've just resigned to fucking losing because she has Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams on her team. 
Like both of my quarterbacks, like I can't get an advantage with either of my quarterbacks because I have Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. So I like if my quarterback throws a touchdown nine times out of ten, it's the one of those two. Last week, Cooper Cup was normal. Devontae Adams had like 30-something points. Hey, but actually, I was the highest winner. I, you, I, you had Jamar Chase last week. You had like 55 points. That's amazing. But you know what? It was irrelevant because I'm out of the playoffs because of point one. And so we're back, one. back to this. So either way. Point fucking one. Let's talk about teams that are still competitive. Uh, the finals. Let's talk about your ass. Losing. <laughs> um, so uh, Delhi's only down 10 points, so it feels like I'm still in it. Delhi? That's what we call ourselves? That's your. That's well, it's Goldberg's name. Delicatessen, so we're no, obviously. No, I understand the concept. We're the Delhi. Yeah, we're the Delhi. Um, the Delhi's only down 10 going into the final week, but I mean. I just hope Devontae Adams plays like a quarter and they bench him because they don't need to play him anymore. So I think that would help me. And if anybody else, like Tom Brady, take the week off, dude. You don't need to play. Like Packers defense, don't worry about it. Let the other team score. It doesn't matter. You're first place. Please. I'd like to keep the ring, but I'm probably not going to. It's probably going to go to Natalie. So With her beautiful shirt, we bought her. Which the shirt, which is actually the logo that she has for her team, um, so that worked out nicely. So she's she's gonna be like the Thanos of rings this year, collecting rings like nobody's business. Yeah. Um. So good for her. Um. Somewhat, I guess. <coughs> but now that leads us to everybody's favorite segment. Um. Uh, we were going to skip it this week because I did not want I suppose to do it for the simple reason that I always send her my stories. So she has an, uh, an innate unfair advantage on me. Um, however, since Mondo's not here, I sent Mondo my story. So he's been laughing for a good couple days now. Um, so she wants to wants to enter this dojo where I am sensei. And so we're going to see what she can do on That's Ridiculous, but so is this. And being that I am the gracious host. I'll allow my guests to go first. All right. So I just read the title. You read the headline. Read yeah, yeah. So this is the first time they explained to her how, how we do things here. Right. You just read the headline for my reaction. Okay. We get my reaction, and then we go into it and see what else we okay. what else craziness we find in there. All right. All right. Go for it. How 90 Day Fiance. You pick my story. Star Stephanie Mado. That's, that's nonsense. I knew it. I knew it. after eating too many beans to sell farts. And I knew it was going to be his story. <laughs> she went. She looked at my phone. No, I didn't. I swear to God, that's not. I was literally picking them outside with you earlier. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, honey. Look, I have all these other ones open. Okay. I was like, oh, so here's some other good ones. Hold on. No, 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 no. Like, like, see, sandbag me. I knew this was going to happen. No, I sandbag me, Alex. I didn't know. Look at all the different stories I picked. I have family cat accidentally donated to thrift store with old recliner. Pretty funny. Uh, a broken toilet on SpaceX capsule means astronauts will return to Earth in diapers. <laughs> they always had diapers. I they always had diapers on. I don't know. I thought that was a thing. Like maybe that was just in like Apollo 13 that they talked about that. I guess they don't they have new technology now, but I always thought that they always wore diapers. London YouTuber claims to have been abducted by aliens and fallen in love with one of them. Scuba diving pizza boy 59 started deliveries after losing job to COVID. You know what? I ended you know up what? going with the too many farts. Because- go for it. Go for it. You know what? Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So Stephanie Motto, I guess she she had appeared on 90 Day Fiance. She was an influencer, YouTuber, that kind of thing. Um, decided to recently launch a new business venture. Okay. Realizing demand was high for a rather unorthodox product. This November, she found lucrative part-time work bottling and selling her own farts and th- until things went terribly wrong. <laughs> for two months, she spent her days farting into glass, jar- glass jars and flower petals adorning the inside and shipping them to fans. Remarkably, Mado was making 50000 per week in December. I don't, I don't Through know. fart sales alone. Like, oh. I mean, different strokes for different folks, I guess, right? But, like... Come on, people. She eventually... Like, this is worse than OnlyFans. This is disgusting. She eventually sold more than $200,000 worth of words. Okay? But see, here's the thing. This is where the story goes sour. No, but I think the story was sour a long time ago. Um... How much was she selling each can of farts? Like, that she made that much money? Like, that's... See, like... Oh, you're a finance person. You should know these things. I don't know how many jars she's selling. I need to have two components to create that calculation. You better fucking find out. Anyways, it went sour. Here's why. She was hospitalized in January 2021 for what she thought was a heart attack, but turned out to be a dangerous buildup of gas inside her body from her flatulence-inducing diet. And now she says her fart-selling days are behind her. <laughs> the puns are fantastic. They are. They are. Um, and so, anyways, she she ate too many beans, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, she... Uh, she she her her diet consisted of yogurt, eggs, and beans. Terrible. I don't. That's was anybody dating her at the time? I would certainly hope not. Disgusting. I would honestly certainly hope not. There's literally a picture here with her jar with flour. Uh, she's, so pr- she's so proud of it. She's so proud. She's so proud. So yeah. I found another story on the fly. I don't know if it's better. I'm doing it under protest. Oh. I'm doing it under protest I because I'm doing it under protest Here, because here's she's, why he's mad. Here's why he's mad. Because she took my fucking story. That's why I'm fucking mad. No, I found it. I finally I found the website that he uses. That's what probably that's what ended up happening. No. I literally Googled ridiculous stories in news today. And this is what popped up. And I, that is my Google search, but I do I do have other things, but that's that's not but, even but it. I that's found, no, the point is the point is she used my fucking story. People. No, she I used didn't my use story. Your she story. Used, I didn't know it was your story. It is my story. I just and know well, you and was, the ridiculous shit you send me. So, and I figured it would probably no, well, be better. You, you you sandbag me. No, sandbag me. Anyway, I did not sandbag. My story. Since you already you already saw this headline, and you're look see you're looking at my phone before I even read it. I already know the story. See, is. like this is horseshit. Because I saw that one also. I decided not to go with that. Oh, you went to that website instead? <laughs> I swear I didn't look at his phone, guys. I don't I believe don't, her. I When would I have looked at your phone? You could have looked at the tablet. You could have looked you at the tablet. The thing that's attached to our child's arm. Not that one. That one wasn't attached to him. He was looking at the blue one. Oh, I'm sorry. I've just been working for the last how many mm-hmm. hours. Yeah, yeah whatever. Okay. Whatever. Under protest, everyone. Protest. Whatever. You're just jealous. No, I'm not. I'm not jealous. I'm ups- I am legitimately upset that you sandbagged my story. I didn't sandbag your story. It was my story. No, you took it from me. You stole it. Okay. You're it. a thief. Stole it. That would imply that I knew it was your story. You did. How would I have known it was your story? I know you did. No, he, Mondo knew about the story two days ago. You want to see- I don't text with Mondo. He didn't send it to me. But you can look at my phone and see what I said. Alex. Okay. All right, you you this whole plot twist in your head about it's what a, fucking happened because I, because she stole my story, everyone. Go, why don't you go look at my Google searches? No, no, 
It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Story, let's go. Let's see now. Now she's now she's mad. Now she's mad. No, you're just mad that I can't think for myself. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) That is certainly not the case. North Korea is claiming that King Jong Il, the dad, not the current leader, invented the burrito. Fake news. See, she, I can't get a reaction out of her because she already saw this story and she saw it in my phone before I even read it. I didn't see it in your phone. You just told me, oh, I saw that story too before I even went to read it. Oh, yeah, because I can see your phone now. All right, this segment's over. Uh, <laughs> it was a shit show, much like this pod usually is because uh, we don't do any research and, well... She stole my story. I didn't steal your story. You're a sore fucking loser. You know that, right? No. Well, yeah, I, I'm well aware I'm a sore loser. You, but he, but your son takes straight after you. Uh, like father, like son. I can't I can't control I mean, that. He does. He does. <laughs> he rubs it in your face too. <laughs> but that being said, you stole my story. Um. Either way, outside of that that ridiculousness of a segment. We, this week, for those who have been following us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all everywhere on social media, we've been having our Marvel 2021 release. What What, what are you looking at? Nothing. Looking, looking over my head like I have something on my face or something. Um, our Marvel 2021 release tournament. Um, in our last pod, with Mondo and myself went over the bracket. Um, we had the voting. Thank you for everyone who voted. The final was yesterday. We do have the results. Um, but we're going to go break down what last post and we thought of every matchup and the result and how it kind of played out. Yeah. So our first matchup was the play-in round that saw Black Widow um, go over the Eternals. It was pretty convincing. Most, most of them were pretty convincing victories when the battles came to it. I really had no issue with this. I thought Eternals was definitely the of what Marvel released the worst. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you don't. It could have fallen asleep during that movie. Yeah, again, I've said this before. I think it's cheesy. It just wasn't <coughs> up to the same par. I think what it is, and I've, I've said this to you, and I've said this on the pod. I think Eternals is going to be a movie that plays off that pays off years down the road because it's setting because it's setting the base for everything that happens in like the future with hopefully the fantastic four and whenever they bring the x-men in and and all these other things but as a movie in itself it was weak like it was by far and away like my least liked marvel movie more than dark world and i didn't and dark world is not good from thor the second Thor movie um no too dark. Yeah. That being said, Black Widow was invited to get its ass kicked in the first round by Spider-Man, that juggernaut. Um, so Spider-Man was over Black Widow in the first round. I, I, it just was okay. Whoever came up with this bracket, no. The bracket is a good idea in theory if Spider-Man wasn't such a juggernaut of a hit. You should put Spider-Man till the end, personally. I, I think I think honestly, if we were why. if we were doing if we were to be legitimate about this, Spider-Man would not be in the bracket. Because Spider Man, Spider Man was always going to win. 
It was always going to win. Here's what I want to, here's what I think we should do this next week. And again, I have to ask Mondo too, because I'm like totally taking him over. She's like coming in here and fucking carjacking us, <laughs> which I'm not surprised in any way for those people who know La Esposa. Um, but yeah, she's completely in here and trying to take over the steering wheel and I'm not going to allow it. It's not going to happen. Even if she tries to get frisky as we record this pod, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So all right, so here's here's why I say this because I think I think what you would find if Spider Man was at the bottom was that you would have had e, let's call it Eternals going against Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think those are comparable as far as my least favorites on the list, right? You like Black Widow more than Falcon Winter Soldier? I absolutely do. That's because you like a female lead, though. I think, like, story and just everything, Falcon Winter Soldier was better than Black Widow. And and you have a crush on Scarlett Johansson. I might have a crush on Scarlett Johansson, sure. <laughs> but I think the, I, the story, I, I needed that from, like, honestly, I've been fiending for, like, where the fuck did she come from? Like, what's her backstory? And I like the action, and I like the comedy played by the one gentleman, I forgot his name now. Um, um you know, so he's he's from uh, uh, David Harbor. Red, uh, red. He's from uh, uh, Stranger name? Things. Yeah, yeah, David Harbor is his actual name. Um, his real name. I know you don't know real names of actors; you only know them by their characters. Yeah. But look, still feats. Um. Anyways, so I really enjoyed that movie. So then, okay, so fine. Black Widow wins throughout, right? Then we go to Spider Man to Black Widow. That's just an unfair advantage. But here's the thing: Spider Man against anything on this list is an unfair advantage because that's. Spider-Man is probably the best Marvel movie that they've ever released. Better than Endgame. Yeah. Better than Infinity War. Yeah. Better than anything that you can probably say out there. Black Panther. I don't know. Black Panther. I, I, love, know, love. I love. Black I know Panther. you love Black Panther. You know I love Black Panther. You know I. I you know I love the guard. The first Guardians movie. Um, but I it Spider-Man though is by far it, it's my favorite Marvel movie of all time. Like I the way they they. Did everything like set up the set up set up the set up the multiverse? You know, I don't want to spoil it yet. I think we're still in the non-spoiler window. I'll talk over with Mondo about that. Oh, but why don't you tell me these things? Well, you haven't spoiled anything, so you're okay. Um, anyways, okay. So no, so no, s- Black Widow, you can spoil it. So Spider Man over Black Widow. Okay, then we go on to Hawkeye. Over Shang-Chi. This was probably the closest matchup of the entire tournament. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, this, this, um, I liked Shang-Chi a lot. It was a surprisingly good movie. I didn't have I didn't have much expectations for because I wasn't very familiar with the character, but it was a very, very good, good movie. But I absolutely love that Hawkeye show. Yeah, me too. I I thought it was such a well done show. It just everything that they did. We can't spoil that one either, honey. They were still in the spoiler window. Um, just letting you know. Thank you. Um, everything that they did in that show was so well done. Um, I love Jeremy Renner as an actor, and I love that they did something with the Hawkeye character because he was—he's the most like normal of the original Avengers because he's just a dude with a bow and arrow. Fair. He doesn't have like special weapons. He doesn't have. Strength for Scarlett money. Scarlett Johansson had little wrist things. She was specially trained by the by the Black Widow. Has wrist things. He has a bow and arrow. Yeah, but she had like special. No, she had like I special can't weapons. Spoil anything, but he has some special things. Now let's move on. Well, no, people know he has special arrows, but he still has a bow and arrow. He's like fucking Robin Hood. 
Oh, for God's sakes. Okay, move on. Move on. I mean, just saying. So our next matchup, which I was genuinely shocked at this result, was WandaVision over Loki. So here's what I told Alex. I I picked WandaVision, but I picked WandaVision because not just because it was good content. It was because it was the first of all the miniseries or uh, whatever TV, series, TV yeah. series that we're going to call it. And they did a really good job. And honestly, like the first two episodes, Alex and I were like, what the fuck is going on? And then by the end, it was just like, I'm feeding for more and more and more. Um, Loki was still good too. Like it really was a good backstory. I really like him as an actor, but I think I, I needed WandaVision more. I don't know. I needed the first story I, and I, I needed it to go well. And it did. I think maybe, I think I get what you're saying there with WandaVision, but I think I just like Loki because of everything that I guess it brought to the table. I thought Owen Wilson was great. I thought Jonathan Majors making his first appearance as, as one of the variations of Kang in the finale was absolutely phenomenal and it excites me so much for what happens with Kang in the future. Um, so I just felt the show was just that much better. And, and the fact that it's the only one that's getting the season two, well, not what if, I guess, is getting the season two also, but it was the first one that got announced that's going to have a second season. Kind of made it for me a little bit better, but I can see why people went with WandaVision. And then our final first round matchup saw another upset, which I really wasn't surprised about this upset because we went by what the Rotten Tomato rankings were for the show. So what if was the number two seed? I never saw what if. I know Mondo never saw what if. Well, we saw one episode of what if. What if. What if. And what did I say? And I didn't want to watch it again. You didn't want to watch it. I wanted to go back and watch it because apparently, as we talked about, the Doctor Strange in episode four might be playing a role in Multiverse of Madness. They beat me breaking a character from a cartoon into live action. So now I'm more intrigued to watch it. Um, that being said, I loved Falcon Winter Soldier. I loved how they did that show. I thought it was really, really fun, action-packed show. I didn't think the acting was up to par. Really? Yeah. I think every single time I watched it, I was just like, eh. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I, just, I, I don't know. It was good backstory too. But yeah. all right. So then that leads us to- into the semifinals, where of course Spider-Man wins again over Hawkeye. Special shout out to that person. I don't want to call them out that voted for Hawkeye. <laughs> you were the only one that voted for Hawkeye. So more power to you. Stick to your stick to your guns. We're just assuming you haven't seen Spider-Man. Yes, that's, um, that's really what it comes down to. Um, but Spider-Man romped over Hawkeye again. We Spider-Man's that good. As good as Hawkeye is, nothing's nothing's going to compare with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, our next one was a very interesting matchup. I thought. Um, WandaVision won out over Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm well, not surprised by that. You're not. I I was. I liked Falcon Winter Soldier again. WandaVision, I liked it. I just fought Falcon Winter Soldier had more action, so I kind of liked it a little bit more. But again, WandaVision won out there, which I would say makes WandaVision probably the best show they released then, according to our votes. Yeah. With, which I would know. Maybe I should have WandaVision go up against Hawkeye, a special vote. I was about to say. The, so, I would have figured that the last... You know what the, we're going to do? That's what we're going to do. We're going to do, after we post the pod, sometime tomorrow, I will post a special vote to see which is the best TV show 
released last year, and we'll have one division versus Hawkeye and see which one was the best TV show. Because as you can tell, Spider-Man won the finals. Like it, it wasn't close. Actually, I take that back. It was closer than I thought it was going to be. Because I think one division like had ended up having like thirty five percent of votes, which was again compared to everything else was getting like five ten percent against Spider Man. <laughs> so this was a vast vast improvement. Anything to say on that, honey? You're just gonna. <laughs> I I even said WandaVision needs to go up against Hawkeye. Yeah, so we're going to do that. We're going to do WandaVision versus Hawkeye. Um, As we wrap up, um, since Mondo wasn't here, we didn't get to say this at the beginning of the pod. We want to thank everyone who's been listening. Thank everyone for their support. Please continue to review, rate, subscribe, listen. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Um, We're always accepting the feedback, so please give it to us. And that being said, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thanks so much for uh, having me, honey. I appreciate it. I want to spend a special thank you to La Esposa for sitting in for Mondo this week. Mondo will be back next week. He probably has a fantastic story to try and beat me with because he has been... I mean, he's had like two weeks now. I mean, granted, this last week he's been a little rough, but he's got some extra time. So hopefully he'll be back in a vengeance. That's it, folks. Have a good week, and we'll see you next week.